You're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And now from the heart of Amish country, here's Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Back to another week of uh, Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie's football picks. And uh, what, Troy, I guess we're, what, week 10 already? My week God. 10 is coming up, yes, sir. Week 10 and we're still playing football. I wasn't I wasn't 100% sure we'd even get to this. I know. So far, so good. I mean, it's, I mean, cases are rising again. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy right now. As a matter of fact, my mom's actually in the hospital right now with COVID. Oh no! I'm sorry to hear so, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's she's just she's in the higher risk category. She has asthma and stuff. So. Okay. But she's she said she's doing okay though. All right. So, well, yeah. Of course, best... of course, we're not allowed to go see her. You know. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. So well, best so, best wishes to your mom. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. No problem. So. Uh, but yeah, um, I think we're also starting to see, at least in the professional sports world, that. Uh, these athletes are healthy enough where this really isn't that big of a deal to them because yeah. it's something that they can easily overcome. And yeah, unless they have underlying conditions. And, yeah. the, and the other thing, and the other thing that we're not really sure about yet too is you're hearing varying reports on the long term effects on what it might do. Right. Um, so I, I don't really know. Um, I mean, I guess what a couple of days ago they they said that we're in the midst of a vaccine now, though, right? So. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, what a surprise. You know, only a week yeah. after election, and now we have a yeah. uh, vaccine on the way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How ironic, right? Amazing. But, it, but, but when, the pres- when President Trump says that, though, he's, he's full of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah, how dare he so. say it? And you know yeah. what? And it'll probably have something to do with what? Hydroxychloroquine or whatever. It was. Hydroxychloroquine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, chloroquine. Yeah. So it'll probably have something to do with that. But yet he yeah. was he was uh, basically um, 
destroyed with even bringing that up. Yeah. So anyway, that's a different that's a different podcast, right? You know that. <laughs> you know that. Maybe that'll be this weekend's podcast, right? Yeah, possibly. Uh, but hey, um, you know, uh, football picks. Uh, I think we're starting to. I think we're starting to see a little separation from certain people and. And the folks that are kind of, you, you, it definitely looks like it's going to come down to uh, three teams at this point. Mm. So that's what I'm guessing. Um, Team Jesus is struggling, <laughs> um, but but um, you know Bruce is doing well too. Bruce has actually been doing well the last couple weeks, and uh, so who knows? Maybe he can surprise some people, especially if one of us have a, a terrible week you know mm-hmm. all it takes is something like that to happen yeah you have a week where you have a bunch of upsets or something and next thing you know you're uh, you're trailing again so yeah so so how do you think you did in the standings well i actually was following it so i'm pretty sure i uh, got all my picks right this week unless i unless i missed something but i think i got them all right this week didn't i uh yeah you finished at five and oh I did, and yeah. uh, and you actually had a, a pretty good point differential of fifty two points. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, but you did finish second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You to me? Yes. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. You were kind of being you were kind of being uh, funky about that. There, I thought you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had uh, I was five and zero oh with a point differential of forty one. Okay. So, uh, and that's that's odd for me because uh, points with me just don't go very well for some reason. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was a good week in points. Actually, I had a good two weeks in points. So. Did um, what did Mike miss one? Yeah, he missed one. He he picked the Washington game. He okay. picked Washington okay. to win over the Giants. Well, I almost touched that one too, so I'm glad yeah. I didn't. Yeah, me too. Actually, that was one of my thoughts last week, and I'm glad I didn't as well. Uh, but yeah, that was the only one he had that, that he lost on. So, uh, but, uh, so I finished first, you finished second, Mike finished third with four and one, and he also had a point differential of 41. So he did well. So he gained nice. some, he gained some ground on you there. Mm-hmm. Um, see Bruce, he finished fourth. He was also four and one. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. The game he lost was the, uh, Seattle Buffalo game. Mm. Yeah, he picked Seattle. Can't say I'm sorry to see that. <laughs> I bet you're not. I bet you're not. <laughs> but I will say, like that. I'll tell you what. Um, he did pick that game to be 31 to 30, and it was a high scoring game. Yeah, well, it was even more than that. It was 44 to 30. Oh, I so. know, I know, I know. So, and then Jesus. Uh, I I guess I should say Team Jesus. Uh, yeah. Finished fifth with a record of two and three. And a point differential of 75. Uh, and that point differential of 75, 40 of that came from the Tampa Bay game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, 40 of that. Because he picked. Well, he, he had that being a shootout. Yeah. They didn't score anything. Yep, well, exactly. Yeah, 41 to 40 is what he had that score being. And, uh, wow. And that obviously didn't turn out that way. Well, he almost nailed New Orleans, but. Yeah. Didn't come close to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so true. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what'd you think of uh, football this weekend? I know you got to be stoked about how your Buffalo Bills played. Yeah, they, I was pretty happy about that. Um, all in all, I thought it was a pretty good week. Um, I, I, I got to be honest, um, 
I don't know when we're going to have Jeremy and uh, Troy back on, but uh, did the Dolphins make the right call there, or what's going on? Well, you know what? Um, why don't we make? Why don't we see if uh, they'd be interested in coming on next week? Because I would love to hear their take on that. Well, I was wondering. I was thinking about asking him, but I was wondering how much of a sample size we need before we kind of make a decision <laughs> on that. You know? Well, um, I mean, we we can have a couple samples. I mean, it doesn't just have to be next week for them. They can come back. That's more. true. Yeah. That's true. We can kind of do this in, in uh, increments. Especially since their show was the second uh, highest uh, rated show in all of our football pick shows. So yeah, bring them on. <laughs> hey, hey, if they, they want to come back on, we'll come back on and yeah. discuss it. Yeah. I, I definitely would like to hear their take on it because, uh, it's fun. It's fun hearing them two jab at each other. Too, yeah, so. it is. And I don't know how much of an argument Jeremy will have. Well, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, and I, as we said earlier though, is, is he really going to care? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, too bad. That, yeah, too bad. I was wrong that this quarterback isn't that isn't going to be great. <laughs> oh well, you know. But, yeah. but to be fair, I mean that that first game, his defense bailed him out. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, he had a hun- yeah. under a hundred yards in passing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think it was right around a hundred. Mm-hmm. And um, and they had a punt return for a touchdown, a fumble return, a, for, a fumble a return for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Now last week he did he did do his part. Yeah, um, I saw I saw him last week play, and I'll tell you what, he looks good. Yeah, he looks poised. So far. He looks poised. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Josh Allen, dude? Well, I don't know what you heard about that. Um, he he did the night before. He had found out that his grandmother had passed away. Yeah, and yeah, um, I saw the uh, I saw the um, donations and such. Wasn't that crazy? That, that was, and it's still going. Yeah. They're up over one hundred thirty. They're up over three hundred thousand dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and this is all just little seventeen dollar increments that different fans are donating and stuff. Mm-hmm. So see, those are the good um, things that you see that that yeah that you don't always see. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I still think he's working out his kinks. Where sometimes he likes to revert back to what a lot of people call like a uh, hero ball type stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. He's trying to do too much and put the team on its back, but it's also hard to blame a guy when he does that because the, the reason he's doing that is because he's a competitor and he wants to win. I was just going to say, Troy, tell me one quarterback that's successful that doesn't do that. Sure. And, and, and but there's a fine line there between, you know, uh-huh. be, being that competitor and wanting to squeeze the ball in there when maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. And, and knowing when is okay. I probably should just throw it away this time. You know what I mean? Yep. There's a fine line there. I would and, agree. And sometimes the fine line is whether it's caught or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> or or I mean, intercepted. Honestly, and I, and I right. think and that's something that this is not just this year, but over the many several years, uh, I've seen um, I've seen the Steelers defense take advantage of quarterbacks like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, all right, let's let's force it, and uh, and we'll change up our defense and disguise things, and and now all of a sudden this quarterback's throwing directly to a defender. Where I'm like, how how did that even happen? Well, and that's the other thing that was impressive. Um, you can say well, the Bills gave up 34 points to the Seahawks, which seems like a lot of points, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also forced them with two interceptions and two fumbles, yeah. and that was all by Russell Wilson. Yep. Um, so yeah, they put up a lot of points, but they also must have been flustering Russell Wilson quite a bit for him to have four turnovers in a game. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that defense is starting to come back a little bit. I don't know. 
Um, well, but if it does, that's scary. That is scary. Because it, cause it's kind of the same boat that the Steelers are in right now, mm-hmm. where, yeah, maybe you can win some games by your offense, or maybe you just win some games by your defense, mm-hmm. or maybe you need a boat. You know what yeah. I mean? So, well, and we're also, speaking of the Steelers, we're also seeing the Steelers win with their special teams. Uh, you know, they, they got a... Uh, you know, they well, got a good. Well, their special teams almost blew it. Oh you know, yeah, too, they did. <laughs> they did. But but I, I I'm liking their um I'm liking their kick return game. I'm liking their mm-hmm. punt return game. Uh, they're not they're not making too many mistakes on that. Yeah, that the uh, kickoff and punt team. Well, I I guess even their punter they they just brought in their old punter I should say, uh, because they cut the other one and uh, and this guy's now he's booming them. You know he's he's pinning them back, and that's a big deal. He's yeah, in, in but Bos- Boswell looked a little shaky this week. And, yeah, um, he did. He did. And I wonder, I wonder at the end of that game when they were trying to ice it, and they went forward on fourth and one. Yeah, I wonder if, if Boswell wouldn't have been having the issues he had if they would have just kicked it there to go up by eight to guarantee that they were going to at least, you know, even worst case scenario, they're going to have a tie. Yeah, you know, going. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I, I thought I that was, was kind of risky. Of now, too. now, guaranteed. Now, to to in fairness, Dallas wasn't moving the ball that greatly, no. and they only had thirty some seconds um, with no timeouts. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you, you figure, yeah, I'll probably take my chances here, but if something drastic does happen, you're losing the game instead of it being tied. Yeah, so. that is so true. Uh, it trust me, I I was having some heart palpitations going on. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. We were just talking about that last week too, though. Weren't yeah, we? yeah. We said they just got done playing Tennessee. They just got done playing Baltimore. What are the chances this is a letdown game for them? Yeah. And it almost was. And you know, if you look historically over the last twenty years, Pitt, uh, Dallas Dallas has kind of owned Pittsburgh. And uh, so even back to you know Tony Romo uh, taking mm-hmm. charge, all the way back to Troy Aikman, you know winning the Super Bowl, uh, you know it's. Yeah, it it was a little scary for me, and uh, um, but I'm I'm glad they pulled it through. You know, because let's face it, and you're probably in the same vote with being a Bills fan. You got to win the ugly ones too. You absolutely do, you know, and the uh, good teams find a way to win those. Yep, yep, so you know? true. So and that 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 often gets overlooked, and then there's people saying, well, you know, they only beat them by five points, or <laughs> the Bills the Bills only beat the Jets by eight points, or yeah. whatever they say all that kind of stuff, but. In real, in being realistic, mm-hmm. if you look at the majority of NFL NFL scores, yeah, they're usually within a touchdown or so. They are. It doesn't matter how how mismatched the teams are. There usually is not that many blowouts. No, no, there isn't. No, unless you unless you're watching a Tampa Bay game, <laughs> Tampa Bay New Orleans <laughs> game. <laughs> that does happen sometimes. It does. They're, they're it definitely does. they're definitely the the rarity. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, Pittsburgh, though. Um, well, not just Pittsburgh. I'm going to say any team. There are certain games where some teams match up well against yep, other teams. Absolutely. You know, look at Carolina and Kansas City, uh, yep. for example. It, it just seems like that matchup just worked for Carolina for whatever reason, and uh, and that was just the way it was. I mean, look at Pittsburgh and uh, and Baltimore. You know, yep. Pittsburgh matches well against Lamar Jackson. You know, where Lamar Jackson owns the rest of the league, where, you know, I guess, you know, out of his five total losses since he's been a quarterback in the league, I believe two of those losses are to Pittsburgh. You know, so, uh, you know, so he just 
for whatever reason, they know the scheme to play against him, and uh, it works. So um, I think it also has to do with Ben Roethlisberger playing against him too, because I think um, I think Lamar's one win was against Pittsburgh when Ben was out last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I'll be curious to uh, see how the uh, second half of the of the season kind of kicks off here. Um, even though we're at week 10, we're really. Yeah, this is basically halfway. Yeah, yep. Halfway. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but so yeah. what's, um, what's our up to date standings then? Well, our up to date standings are, you are in first 36, eight and one, uh, mm-hmm. with a point differential of four sixty four. Uh, Mike is in second. So he's now a game and a half behind you. Uh, okay. at 35 and nine, He's got a point differential. He caught up a little bit. He's at four seventy five. And what's what did I have? Uh, four sixty four. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's close. So uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna come down to the wire, I think, if you guys stay consistent with your picks. Um, I'm in third. I'm at thirty three, eleven, and one. So I'm three games or three wins behind you, and mm-hmm. uh, a game and a half, I guess. Yep. Yeah, game yep. and a half behind Mike. Uh, Bruce is in fourth at twenty-seven and eighteen, so he's definitely pulling ahead of that five hundred level. Yeah, so he's going to be consistent there. He's he's got. He's, he's, he's been on a little bit of a tear recently. Actually, he has. He has. He's doing. He's he's gaining some ground. He's definitely gaining ground above Jesus, or mm-hmm. I should say, Team Jesus. Uh, but yeah, Bruce. Um, oh, I forgot to mention my point differential is five fifty-four. So. Uh, it's still up there. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's kind of seems like it's kind of getting closer, though. Honestly. Yeah, it is. It's 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 getting back to where maybe I should be, I guess, when it comes to mm-hmm. comparing it to the rest of the league. Uh, Bruce is at twenty seven and eighteen. Like I said, he's at five fifty eight point differential. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jesus is twenty two and twenty three. He's now mm. below five hundred point differential of six twenty six. Ouch! Ouch! Indeed! Ouch! Indeed! So well, let's see if he let's see if he can get back on uh on the better side of five hundred this week. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. I I would like to see I would like to see all of our teams to be at least above above five hundred. Yeah, I agree. So um, I'll start it off with him this week. Yeah, and uh, he's back to the Bears. He's back to the Bears. <laughs> uh, he's going back to that formula, I guess. Yes, and, he uh, is. He's got Chicago. Uh, to beat the Minnesota Vikings twenty-eight to sixteen. Okay, I was thinking and, about uh, picking that game. I honestly was. I did not, but I was thinking about it. Yeah, nah, that one didn't cross my mind at all. Okay, um, I just, felt, I just, I, I don't know that I trust either of them teams enough. No, really, I just felt like I don't know. There's going to come a time where I, I, I do believe Nick Foles is a gamer. Yeah, you know, and and I think it's going to come a time where he's like, you know what, we better kick it up a notch and start pushing out some wins. So who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his second game, he's got the Colts, the Thursday night game here this week, losing to the Tennessee Titans twenty-four to twenty. Okay, that's going to be and, a good uh, game. I think so too. I think so too. So, um, and that has a. Uh, you know what? The Colts win that game, and all of a sudden, that AFC South is a different division. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a big game, particularly for Indianapolis. So, yep. And then, um, and then I hope 
I hope he's right with this next one here because he has the Bills beating the Cardinals forty to thirty-five. Who? Arizona. Arizona is one of those teams, man. You just don't know which one's going to show up. I know they lose to the Lions. Yeah, and they lose to um, I forget who else they lost to. Um, but then they beat the Seahawks. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? like, I know it's uh, and it, and that was a so, real good game against Miami. Yeah, that was a back and forth. All yeah, that was a good game. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then speaking of Miami, he has them winning again. Uh, the the two uh, led Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> 28 to 21 over the Chargers. Okay, he's he's uh he's uh one of the uh few of them that are taking onto that bandwagon, isn't he? Yeah. So Yeah, so far. So far. And then uh he finishes off his picks with the Seattle Seahawks uh, beating the Los Angeles Rams 30 to 20. I do agree with that outcome, but that one kind of scares me cuz once again those Rams they they I don't know with Seems like week to week they have different teams show up, you know. And well, not just that, but the thing that, that kind of would worry me about that game is um, they're coming off a of bye week too. Yeah, yep. So they had some time so, to prepare. Yep, time to rest up some injuries and and time to uh, to to get a good game plan against Seattle. So yep, so true. All right, so Bruce, Bruce sent his picks in today, and uh, his his uh, first pick is Detroit over Washington. Uh, twenty-four to fourteen. So uh, that uh, that one I found interesting, and you know what? Yeah. Too this week was a little more difficult for picks because the Jets aren't playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, and, and uh, real quick on that Washington game, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Alex Smith is going to be starting that game now. I I saw that as well, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, what an inspiration, my God. Oh, I know, I know. I'm I'm happy for him for sure. I mean, I, I don't know that I would have took that risk if I were him, but you know what? Good for him. You yeah, know, that's what he wants to do, and his family supports him. So, yeah, I mean, that's quite a comeback, quite a comeback story. It I mean, is. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. He's a comeback player of the year. No doubt. He's got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, so twenty-four to fourteen, Detroit over Washington, uh, Philadelphia over the Giants, twenty-one to twenty. Um, with a battle, well, I don't know. Is this game, is this uh, first place on the line? <laughs> I can't do uh, anymore. <laughs> I, it, it, it might be. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I think, no, you know what? If they would win, they still wouldn't pass them because the, the Eagles still have that tie. Oh, okay, okay. So they would only be at three wins. The Giants would only be at three wins. Uh-huh. Um, but the Eagles would have three wins, plus they already have, plus they have that tie that would put them <laughs> so one game, one a half game above them. Yeah, they'd be a half a game so. above in probably the worst division in NFL history. Yeah, uh, this is well. I mean, let's let's put it let's let's put it this way though: if Philly does win, they're back at five hundred at least. Well, yeah, so. this is true. This is true. So, so, okay. Well, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I mean, if I had to pick a game, I would probably say I'd pick Philadelphia in that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has my Steelers winning 35 to 20 over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans over San Francisco, 38 to 24 San Francisco, man, you want to talk about a team that's been killed with injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, 
I mean, they always say there's that Super Bowl hangover team, the one that, you know, usually the team that loses the Super Bowl, they go into the next season and they have a little bit of a hangover. Yeah. But but this by no means has anything to do with their play. This no. They're just ravaged with injuries. Yep. Oh, without a doubt. So, uh, and then last but not least, he has Miami over the L.A. Chargers, 28-20. to 20. But them Chargers just always seem to find a way to lose a game, don't they? They sure do. They sure do. And it's, <laughs> it's a shame because they're really not that bad. No, they're not. And Herbert looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, a little disappointing with that one. Uh, well, I guess we'll move up to me next. I'm in third right. place. Uh, so I have Pittsburgh over Cincinnati, 31-18. to 18. Um, I have New Orleans over in San Francisco as well, 31-18, same score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Las Vegas beating Denver, 24-21. to um, That's probably a good pick. Yeah. This one kind of even surprises me because I went within my <laughs> own division and I picked those Cleveland Browns to beat Houston, 28-21. to well, they're coming off a bye week, yeah, and, 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 and Houston hasn't been that impressive. And so. not only that, but Houston has the worst um, run defense in the league. Mm. And guess who's coming mm. back for Cleveland? Chubb. Yep. So uh, I'm thinking that they're going to probably. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to run heavy with him if he's healthy. Play a little smash mouth this week. That's what I'm guessing. Well, yeah, I'm going to guess that. Uh, that's and obviously the quarterback has a thing to say about that, but I, I can see them running first. Sure. And then last but not least, I have uh, Green Bay defeating Jacksonville 28-20. to 20. Yeah. I think that's a sick thing. Yeah, yep. All right, so we'll move to second place. We got Mike. Uh, Mike also has Green Bay over Jacksonville. He has them at 30-22. to 22. Uh, he also has Philadelphia over the Giants, 31 to 17. He has a little bit of a blowout there, I guess. Two touchdown mm-hmm. lead. Uh, Tampa Bay over Carolina, 37 to 20. That one's a little scary, just because of the way Carolina played against uh, KC. Yeah, and not just that, but I mean, Carolina—they're one of those teams too, where you don't you don't really know what team's going to show up. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I do so like have, I do like um, what is it Bridgewater or Highwater? Or, yeah, um, Bridgewater. 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 Yeah, why couldn't I think of that one? Yeah. But yeah, um, I do like the way he's playing. Yeah, he's playing well. Yeah. He's playing well. And well, the thing is, um, I'm pretty sure McCaffrey's not playing again this week. Yep. Um, that, and the other, the other thing about that game that's probably makes it makes you lean more towards Tampa Bay is the fact that that's got to leave a pretty dirty taste in Tampa Bay's mouth <laughs> after the way they got beat last week, especially Tom Brady. So. Yeah, exactly. So you know they're probably pretty focused at practice this week. Oh yeah, yep, so true. So uh, then he has your Buffalo Bills defeating Arizona, thirty-five to twenty-eight. He's got more confidence in him than I do. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> uh, and then he also has New Orleans defeating San Francisco, thirty-three to fourteen. So. Uh, Tell you this, moving on to myself then, pretty much Mike and I only have one game different. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, right. So I'll, I'll run down my list here real quick and Mike, I'll uh, keep my, the game. I'll if, keep, I'll, go ahead. I was just going to say, if I had to guess, I would say that you that uh, you did not pick Philadelphia. Nope, that's not the one. Oh, Buffalo? That's correct. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So that's the one game we have different. So I'll go over the same ones we had first. Um, so I also have Green Bay over Jacksonville, 31-17. Uh-huh. Tampa Bay over Carolina, 33-20. New uh, Orleans hold, to beat San hold Francisco. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Tampa Bay over Carolina. 33 to 20. 33 to 20. All yep. right. And then and I got New Orleans uh-huh. over San Francisco. 27 to 20. 27 to 20 over San Fran, okay? Yep. Uh, Philly Philly? Yeah. 27 Giants 17. Did you say 27 to 17? Yes, sir. All right. And your fifth I'm going to come back with your Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, staying in Pennsylvania. To beat the Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> twenty-six to sixteen. Okay, yeah, and you know what? Too a lot of people overlook how well Ben Roethlisberger plays against the Ohio teams. Yeah, you know, um, if you look at his overall record in his career, he just owns them, and it doesn't matter how well those two cities are playing; he just owns them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just think um, that that game probably scared them a little bit, yeah. and and they're a far better team than Cincinnati. Yeah. So I think I think the fact that they got scared and the fact that uh, they're a better team, I think that's I think that's going to mesh, and I think they'll take care of Cincinnati pretty easily this week. Actually, so yeah, I agree. I'm hoping, anyway. but um, but I hope I hope Mike's right with his pick. I hope he. You know, I, I, in all honesty, I hope he goes five and zero. So. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> do. I, would mean, I would mean I got my four wins and he got the Bills winning. So. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I. I just. Well, I think it's one of those games too, where you know, let's hope that Buffalo um, wasn't like too high on their win against Seattle. And uh, yeah, that's the thing that worries me a little yeah. bit. Is a lot of times when you see a big win like that, there's usually a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I hope not. Uh, I, I do think McDermott does try his best to keep them focused. And yeah. one game at a time, he tells them each week, you know, we're going to go 1-0 this week, 1-0 yeah. this week. Yep. Never, never looking ahead to the next opponent. So we'll see if it pays off this week. I'm telling you, they're going to go 12-4. and four. That's how they're going to end the season. Yeah, that's so. very possible at this point, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I mean, they, all the rest of their games are winnable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Pittsburgh could be a loss. Could be it could be a win too. You never yeah. know. Oh yeah. Anybody um, can be anybody. Yeah. I mean, but that's definitely a game that's, that's a potential loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not really sure where that other loss would come. It could come this week in Arizona. Um, my my thought sure. was it's going to be somewhere within the division. Well, they play the Patriots again, and they got the Dolphins the last week of the season. Yeah, and and so. my yeah, I was going to say if I had to if I had to bet on one of them i i could see them losing to the patriots believe it or not yeah yeah i think so too yeah um but but the other thing is and i think we kind of joked about this but in in all seriousness i could also see if they're 12 and three Mm -hmm. going into that last game of the year and there's no way for them to change their position they already have the division locked up yeah they're sitting some players right so so why why i could see them losing that game too then Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah what do you think of? Uh, I mean, this is only coming up in a couple weeks, but Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh against Baltimore. Didn't they play on Thanksgiving once before, and that was a heck of a game, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think they played Thanksgiving before. I think it was like the day before Christmas. Okay, maybe I am thinking of that one. Yeah, then. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. The last time Pittsburgh did play on Thanksgiving, 
It might have been when they played Detroit um, back oh. in the day when Jerome Bettis called the heads tails in overtime. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Heads yeah. tails. Oh my gosh. That was a game where Barry Sanders, I mean, Pittsburgh really contained Barry Sanders. He was well under 100 yards, and then he breaks, then he just breaks loose in overtime, and it's like, yeah, there's Barry Sanders for you. And that's all it took for him, right? Yeah. You you thought you had him pinned down that whole game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there'd just be a run that he would just (laughs) squirt loose, and he was gone, and it just broke your back. Yeah. Oh, my God. You want to talk a fun running back to watch? Oh, my gosh. Oh, he was... I'll, never, I'll never forget. I, it was the year the uh, when the Redskins were still a team. Um, <laughs> the year they went to the, to the Super Bowl against Buffalo. Yes. So this was, what, 92 or something like that. Okay. Um, Barry Sanders, he, he had just taken the Lions to the playoffs, and they played them, I think, in the divisional round that year. Uh-huh. And there was a play where they handed him a sweep. And he runs out to the outside, and it's all stacked up over yep. there. So he goes all the way back cross field. Defender's over there. So he comes all the way back to the other side again. <laughs> and he ends up getting like a six, seven-yard gain, but he ran like 50-some yards to get there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but what a talent that guy was. Yeah. Who was your best all-time running back, by the way, to watch? It, um. Any team, or are we talking about Buffalo Any Bills? team, any team. Oh, definitely Barry. Definitely Barry. Okay. Yeah. Mine was Walter yeah. Payton. Yeah. Like, I, I grew up, you know, I, I was trying to think here. I was like 11 years old watching Walter Payton and the 85 Bears. And I uh, actually saw I actually saw a list on Facebook the other day, okay. and it had the top 10 running backs of all time, and it had Barry and Walter 1-2. Okay. But they had they had OJ all the way down at 10. And and I obviously think, they're going. Obviously, we're going to take our personal whatever. Yeah. Take 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 anything outside of football out of the equation. Mm-hmm. The dude was the first player to run for over two thousand yards. Yep. And there was only fourteen games in a season yeah. when that happened. Oh, he was a talent. And think about the defenses that played back in that day. Yeah, it was definitely more of a you know defensive you know mm-hmm. game where they you know it wasn't as much passing back then. No. So teams knew you were going to run it. Yep. So I, I don't know. I think he gets well overlooked. Um, oh, and I yeah. think it has a lot to do with, with his life after football. Mm, well, you know? I mean, kind of the same light as Pete Rose gets looked at in baseball. Sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I would say I would say, say uh, OJ is up there as well. I would put him in the top I, I five easily. That's what I was going to say. Top five. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you got a list there. I mean, you got Dickerson. Yeah. Um, you got Jim Brown. Um, Jim Brown, yeah, Marshall, Punisher, yeah. Marshall Falk, mm-hmm. um, Ladanian Tomlinson, yeah. I mean, you got you got Bettis, mm-hmm. you have, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many great running backs that played this game, yeah. And I don't even know where you stop the list at. I mean, I don't either. Somebody was trying to make it. You almost have to break it down. Like, who was the best era, punishing? Yeah. yeah, like maybe the best era, but also maybe who was the best punishing running back? Who was yeah. the best? Um, by their styles, yeah, by their style. Because like Ladinian Tomlinson, and uh, I would even put a, uh, um, um, oh my gosh, uh, you say Marshall Falk? Or yeah, what? Marshall Falk. Even no, Eric Dickerson was a more of a punisher. He could have been a punisher too. Oh, you're talking about punishing backs? Uh, no, I'm thinking like um, 
I'm just thinking like just you're talking about good all around backs. Yeah, good all around, good receiving backs, good all overall running backs. I think Thurman Thomas was the one that, that busted Thomas, that mold open. Yeah, um, I was trying to think of him, and Thurman Thomas is definitely you know think about with uh, with the Bills offense back in the day, uh, he wasn't necessarily depended on to be that running back. He was the guy who was coming out and catching the passes and and having at it, and uh, and he was very successful with it. And and you know, a lot of things that get overlooked is um, the wide right, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Thurman Thomas had a heck of a Super Bowl that game. Oh yeah, and if they would have ended up making that kick, he would have been MVP, and there's no doubt about it. Yep. Oh, without um, a doubt. So I mean, you know, things like that are just little. You know, yeah. let's say they win that Super Bowl, he gets that Super Bowl MVP. He wasn't waiting as long as he did to get into Hall of Fame as he did, you know. I know. Well, my question is, why did they? Why, why wasn't he a first balloter? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he was a he was the MVP of the league in ninety one. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I and and the and the Bills don't go to four straight Super Bowls without him. No. No. So, not a chance. No. Uh, as good as Jim Kelly was, uh, it wasn't because of him. It was. Yeah, I, I would definitely. And, and let's let's uh, let's talk about Thurman Thomas. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, he came out a year early to um, off of an injury mm-hmm. from Oklahoma State because you know who his backup was, right? Uh, Oklahoma State back. Oh, the uh, guy that, Herschel, the guy that we no, the guy that we started this whole conversation with. Oh, Barry, Barry Sanders. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine that backfield? Woo! Oh my gosh, that would have been scary. Yeah, and that that reminds me a lot of what um, Miami had in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Because what did they have? They had um, um, oh geez, they had Frank Gore, they had Willis McGahey, Ricky Waters, they had um, Clinton Portis. Mm-hmm. No, Ricky Waters was Notre Dame. Oh, 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 oh! I'm, oh, you're you're talking college. I'm thinking. Yeah, college. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about college. Oh, Miami. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, right in a row, they had what was it? Clinton Portis. And then it was Willis McGahee, mm-hmm. and then it was Frank Gore, like all right in a row, like that. Yep. Like that. So yeah, so they. You can see why, and, I, and they said that the the reason that Portis left early was because there was rumors flying around that McGahee was going to beat him out the next year, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, yeah, that would lower his stock value. I was going to say yeah. his stock would have gone way down off off right. Of that. Yeah. So, and then McGahee gets up, get drafted. All when he has a blown knee in the Fiesta Bowl. Mm-hmm. And now you have Frank Gore, and he's still in the league. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, and uh, you know, not to go down uh, on a tangent here, but like if I had to pick, if I had to pick like my top wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, and and this guy isn't a, he's not a top ten on paper or whatever, but uh, I I would I would pick Heinz Ward over anybody. Would you really? I really would, and uh, because there's no one that plays harder than him, uh, there's no one that blocks better than him, and uh, and there's no one that has a uh, bigger smile on their face after they just dropped a defender, even though they didn't catch a football. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's hard to argue with. It's hard to argue with his team first mentality. Yeah, but it's also hard to argue against the freaking numbers that Jerry Rice has. Oh, isn't I, it? Know. I mean, I know. Numbers alone, Jerry Rice has got it. But uh, and I mean, you can also make the and let's argument. and let's not forget he was playing right before we started getting all pass happy like yeah. it, like it is now. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine him now? Shoot. Like 
he'd be getting how many more targets a game than he got back then? Yeah. You know? Well, um, take it back an era before Jerry Rice. Look at Steve Largent. True. You know, what, True. If, what if he were playing in this league? You know, mm-hmm. how, what numbers he would have had? You know, even if he stayed on Seattle, if he was if he was as young as he was then and playing on the Seattle team now, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, he his numbers would be out of this world. Um, yeah. Yeah, we can definitely go down that list. Or even look at, uh, you know, speaking of Steelers, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, mm-hmm. put them on a pass-happy team. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what numbers they might have had. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah, thing. It's, it's interesting to think of some of the talents that were around back then that, would now would be looked at as like, oh my gosh, we got to use him. But yeah. back then, they were just like secondary pieces. You I know? know, I know. And if you and if you had those same numbers today, like those wide receivers back then had the same numbers today, they might not even make the team. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what? I mean, they probably ended the season with maybe forty or fifty catches, right. something like that. Right. You know. Yeah, under but I'll tell you what, there, there is one thing. There's one thing you can't take away from them Steelers receivers, and I think this is probably the main reason they ended up being Hall of Famers. Because mm-hmm. when it came to the playoffs, oh, those yeah. guys stepped it up big time. Yeah, they did. And and people overlook Terry Bradshaw, but Terry Bradshaw got two MVPs in his four Super Bowls. You know, yeah. so uh, he he obviously who, who were the other two? Franco had to be one of them. Uh, Franco and I want to say Lynn Swan. I think you're right. I think it was Lynn Swan. Yeah. Was it that? Was that the game he made that crazy catch against Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So but like, yeah. was that? I can't remember that exactly, but um, it was like it didn't it like didn't he like go to catch it and it got juggled in front of him and then he's like diving over top of bounced, the defender and then it bounced over the defender and yep. it, he's diving behind the defender. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was crazy. I, right. I had a football card of that picture. Did so you? I remember that. Pretty, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it was all the. Super Bowl MVP, so I'm pretty sure that was the year he won that MVP. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely against Dallas, um, and I think Terry Bradshaw won the other MVP against Dallas, and I want to say Franco Harris won the MVP against, probably against Minnesota. Yeah, I think it was against Minnesota in '74, and I think Bradshaw won the other one against mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams. I yeah. think. Yeah, listen to you. And that, man. Was that was that his last year, or did he play in more after that? He played in. Uh, you mean Bradshaw? Bradshaw yeah. played a couple years after that. In fact, I think he ended up having like a broken arm that kind of ended his career. Okay. So or something wrong. I just remember as a kid, um, Bradshaw walking off the sidelines with an arm in his sling after being injured, and uh, and I was like, "Yep, that's the end of Bradshaw." Yeah. So and then yeah, it's a shame when injuries end careers like that. Yeah. But I mean. That was one of those things where did the injury end his career or was he really – he was probably starting to downslide a little bit. Too, he was definitely so. downsliding, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know what, his his era has come to an end. You know, mm-hmm. and, plus, and plus we had the elite quarterback of Mark Malone, you know, coming out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the elite broadcaster, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what he ended up being, right? Yeah, he, yeah I thought he was good too. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. You know, I actually miss some of them old football booths, you know? I do too. Like, like uh, John I don't know. Madden's, I, I, yeah, Madden, Summerall, and uh, mm-hmm. and you had um, um, who was the Sunday Night Crew? It was was it Mark Malone, Joe Theismann, and uh, was it Steve Levy or something like that? Oh or? yeah, I think you're right. Um, that it, was, was it, was, it was it was Sunday night when it was on ESPN before ESPN went to mo- Monday nights. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what do you I think, think it was of? actually I think it was on TNT. I think it was on TNT actually. Was it really? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what do you think of Chris Collinsworth? 
I think he's a bit annoying, honestly, uh-huh. but I, I think he's knowledgeable. I just I think he has too many catchphrases or words that he says too often, and it gets annoying after a while. I, I, like whenever he starts talking about somebody, he's always like, "Oh, here's a guy. Here's a guy. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, we get it. Here's a guy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree a hundred percent with you. In fact, I would put him in the same category as uh, a Tony Romo. Tony Romo has a lot of knowledge. You can just tell he like I like how Tony Romo can break uh, break down a play before it happens um, live, and uh, and then you look at it and it's like oh my gosh that dude was right. <laughs> yeah, um, like I I think I think I was just watching a game not too long ago that he was doing, and uh, he said oh no wait like, this guy's playing off down here he's gonna this guy's gonna run a quick comeback down uh-huh. here or whatever and he and it's exactly what he did and the quarterback threw it to him like yeah. Which shocks me. Why wasn't he a much better? Why wasn't he a much better quarterback? Uh, okay, I was just going to say that though. But was he really that bad? Um, I guess not. I guess not. No, I, I think I think here again we can go back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think it's that it's something with that team. Yeah, it's something with that team. And I don't know what it is. I still think it has something to do with ownership on down. Mm-hmm. But something is. There's too much talent there for them to always go through this. Well, look at it wasn't that long ago, it was within five years ago that Dallas had a ridiculously amazing offensive line. Mm-hmm. And uh and uh, and then coincided with Dallas's quarterback and um and Elliott at running back. Uh, I think that was that might have been Dak's rookie year, wasn't it? I believe it was. And uh yeah. you know, why weren't they <laughs> So much more successful, you know. And, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, they did. I think they did win a playoff game that year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and you look. At I think they did the Seattle team. that first round, and then they. I think that's when they lost to um, Green Bay or something in the mm-hmm. second round, or I don't remember. But. Yeah, I. I think you're right, though. I think it does go from ownership down uh, because look at the teams that allow their coach to run the show. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Dallas obviously isn't one of those teams. Right, um, but then you look at um, the Pittsburghs, the Green Bays. Um, you know, probably can't. Well, definitely Kansas City now. You know, mm-hmm. those are those are all teams that are allowing allowing their coach to be a huge part Bal- of their draft Baltimore. picks. Baltimore is another one, yeah. Uh, so you know, their coaches are allowing them to be a big part of everything. You know, mm-hmm. on and off the field, and I almost think you're starting to see. I don't know, and I'll be curious to hear what your opinion on this is. But when you look at the numbers over the over the years, obviously New England is amazing with winning Super mm-hmm. Bowls. But what have they done with the draft picks? Oh, they've been terrible in the draft, and look what happened. And and look what happened because now Brady's not there, and look look at him. Yeah, They're, I mean, uh huh. And I think that's a lot of the reason Brady left. He was tired of not having weapons. Yeah. Yep. And think then, about so, any of the weapons they did have. Randy Moss. Oh, I know. Welker. They were all they were all free agent pickups or trades. None yeah. of them were any guys they drafted. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so true. And, the only thing they ever really drafted well at was usually on the defensive side of the ball or offensive line. Mm-hmm. Never any of their skill positions. Yeah. And let's be honest, they obviously didn't think that much of Brady either, or they wouldn't have taken him in the sixth round. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, I mean... You can say what you want about that, but they got lucky there. Yeah, they, they honestly did. did. They did, and uh, and that's so, not taking anything away from Brady. 
Because mm-hmm. he obviously has the drive and work ethic to, 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 got, to get where he got. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they didn't see that, or they would have taken him much higher. They wouldn't have yeah. let anybody try to. They just saw a mean? quarterback. They just saw a quarterback out of Michigan and said, you know what? Let's just take a chance on him. Yeah. You know, see what happens. Uh, but but look at uh, look at Bill Belichick's um, teams before New England, New York Jets, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. He did nothing with them. You know, he did start. He did have that one decent season with Cleveland, uh-huh. and that was the year before they announced they were moving. Uh, and then things things fell apart that year. Then. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of unfair to judge him on that. I think yeah. I don't know. Because he, he did have a decent team that year before they moved, but mm-hmm. then when they announced they were moving, that season fell apart. Yeah, but didn't he come in Was after he... Marty Schottenheimer? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Okay. I think there might – actually, I'm thinking there might have been somebody in between there really quickly. I don't know. I might be wrong. Well, you're very possible with, a, with it being the Browns. Yeah. I don't know, because Schottenheimer – well, it wasn't too long after Schottenheimer left the Browns that he went to Kansas City then, though, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and Schottenheimer... And he, was with them. he was with them for a little bit, then he went to the Chargers for a little bit. Yeah. And there's another guy. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Oh, I know. He's got to be the winningest coach without a Super Bowl, doesn't he? Hmm, that's a good question. He has that to be. That might be a nice little trivia question for us one day. He has to be. Uh, I'm trying to think on who could... Well, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. He's had a lot of really good teams that didn't win it. What about your guy? Oh, Marv. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. But I don't think he, he really only coached for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe 12, something like that. Schottenheimer was there. He had a lot of years. Oh, coaching. yeah. Schottenheimer was up there in years. So I would think Schottenheimer probably has him beat. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look real quick. Yeah. Um, Huh. I mean, I know Andy Reid was getting to that point. Yeah, he he was leading. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else would have been there. Yeah, that's there's, that's the only guy that's coming to my head, honestly. Uh huh. Um. Hmm. Top 15 NFL head coaches that never win a Super Bowl is on Bleacher Report. Um, let me see. I'm trying to go down the list here real quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because then Paul you're... Brown Who? had 213 wins. Okay. Um, Schottenheimer only had 200 wins, so I guess it's Paul Brown. Oh well, yeah, and Paul Brown played before, or he was a coach before the Super Bowl era. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Because he did win seven championships. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I wouldn't even count him. Yeah, that's true. So I can see Schottenheimer being there. Yeah, I, I think it's Schottenheimer. He has 200 wins on the nose. Yeah. Um, Dan Reeves is another one. Oh, yeah. He has 190 wins. Wow. So, yeah, but I think it's Schottenheimer. I really do. I believe you're right. I can't think. Like, I, I'm really drawing a blank there. Um, but yeah, that's. I just saw Marv Levy was second, on, um, third on the list. Okay. First on the list was Paul Brown, but like I said, I don't, I don't agree with that because no. he won championships before there was even uh, Super Bowls. So yeah, yeah that don't, I don't think I count. But then Schottenheimer second, 
and Levy's third, and Levy mm. had 143 wins. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, that's a it's an interesting conversation, though. Yep, I would agree. All right. Well, so, hey. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on, and uh, good luck to everybody this week again. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations again, Troy, for uh, being in first place and uh, well, gaining a little bit of ground this time again. What's that? I said I'll try to hang on to it again this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I lost mind. it there for. A, well, did I lose it there for like two weeks, and then I gained it back last yeah, week. So yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing you drop some ground here. I definitely need to improve. <laughs> So, but I don't. I don't think if I go five and zero, oh, you guys are going to catch up at all. No, it's hard to catch up when you go un, <laughs> unbeaten. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I am looking. Uh, you do have. I mean, you do have three games that are different than mine. So okay. Or wait, maybe not. No, you have two games that are different than mine. Okay, even so, that's yeah, a chance. So Philadelphia and Tampa Bay are the two differences, and and those are two games that could go either way. They could. They could. They're divisional games, so that's one thing. Yep. So we'll see. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, But it'll be another interesting week, and uh, glad to see Team Jesus is back on the Chicago bandwagon. Yep. Yep. I said, hey, it's good to see you picking Chicago, and he said, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's something about... uh, not being blue and brown or whatever it was. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you what he said. <laughs> when we lose, I bleed orange and navy blue. That's what he oh, said. Oh, jeez. So. First of all, <laughs> first of all, if I'm thinking of, you know what, I want to start a team today, Troy, and the yep. first two colors that come to my mind are orange and blue. <laughs> hey, Hershey. Hershey High School. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? Um, my The team that I coach is orange and blue. Oh, is it? Jonestown, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I don't like the colors, but hey. Yeah, Hershey. It's a different right. combination. Yep, for sure. You know what I? I mean, I thought um, you and I talked about this a while ago when we were when we did some trivia and stuff with the Steelers and and I always thought it was kind of cool how Pittsburgh all their teams always kept the same color scheme. Yeah. You know, and I think I think every city should do that with their teams. I think that would be cool. I think so too. Well, I think I think the Pitts, the city of Pittsburgh, their colors are black and yellow. Like their like their theme of their city yeah, or something. Yeah, their actual city logo is black and yellow. Oh, okay. So you know, even their fire hydrants are black and yellow in the city. <laughs> are they really? Um, yeah, they are. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, why not? I mean, what is like I for think example? It'd be cool. All the teams would be together. Mm-hmm. And then the majority, the majority of people that are fans of a team are usually people that live in that area. So it would be cool for them to have, you know, let's say I want to wear a Steelers hat but a Pirates jersey. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I could wear both of them, and it's not going to look awkward because they're the same colors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where if you go to a Philadelphia Eagles game, you can't right. wear uh, an Eagles jersey with a Phillies hat and uh, right. and a Flyers <laughs> scarf. Unless it's, Christmas, unless it's Christmas time, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, I, think, I don't know. That's just an interesting little uh, side point there that I got on there. But I, I always thought that was cool. That was the one thing I always liked about the, the Steelers, for sure, was that they always had their teams color-coordinated no matter which yeah. team it was, no matter which sport it was. And I also so. enjoy, too, how each team in that city supports each other. Yeah. So, which is really cool, too. So, 
All right. Well, hey, Troy, um, once again, best wishes to your mom. Hope she uh, has a fast recovery and uh, hope go- everything Appreciate goes well. Appreciate that. Appreciate and, that. Uh, yeah, no problem. And uh, good luck with you with uh, this week in football. And good luck to all of our other uh, pickers as well. Yes, so, sir. My uh, my thoughts as well. All right. Hey, take care. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, Uh, Please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.